Hi, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Love is Everywhere, the podcast, uh, the show where I give comedians assignments of things designed to make them a little bit happier, and then I interview them about it, and we find out how it went. Today's guest is my dear friend, Joe Vu, uh, who is just the best. Uh, we had kind of a, a mellow energy going on today. I'm a little low energy, um, and we just kind of like breezed through this kind of a, I don't know, I hope you find it soothing and relaxing. We do talk about sleep for most of it, because that's sort of where his assignment uh, circled around, uh, which sleep is a, a tough thing as far as I'm concerned. So uh, this is some, an assignment that I have personally benefited from greatly. I don't know if you guys are people who sleep in uh, or don't get a lot done in the morning, but if you are, this episode is for you. Um, if you love Joe as much as I do and want to support his work, you can download his album, First Generation Comedian. Uh, you can find that on iTunes or I'm guessing all kinds of places. Uh, I was there for the recording of that album and it was just so good. And he, he ends that I'm not going to spoil it, but he ends the album with, um, a sentiment that I feel is very in tune with the whole vibe and general concept of this show. So I think that if you enjoy the show, you'll really enjoy his album. Um, yeah, let's just uh, let's get to it. You know, uh, <laughs> if you want to uh, come and see me do things, you can check out my website, uh, TracyHamilton.net. I realize I've never plugged that before. If you're interested in seeing what I do when I'm not forcing self-help on various comedians, uh, <laughs> you can come and see me at a live show by checking out my website. Uh, yeah, not dot com. Dot com was taken. TracyHamilton.net. Net. <laughs> um, what else did I want to tell you guys? Oh, rate and subscribe. Um, some of you have been doing that, and I, and I really appreciate it. So thank you. If you're a person who's left us a lovely review, or if you've subscribed or or rated us on iTunes, I, I really appreciate it. So thank you for doing that. And if you haven't done that yet, my feelings are hurt. Um, so get on it. <laughs> Not really. I'm fine, and I love you anyway. Um, <laughs> Anyway, let's get into it. Uh, please enjoy this conversation with Joe Vu. Joe Vu. Hi. Hi. Thank you for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. This is great. Oh. <laughs> you know, I love like doing stuff like this. <laughs> Uh, we start with an honest, how are you? So yeah. how, how are you, honestly? Um, the real answer. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little a little tired. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I think because, you know, the project that yeah. I was given. Yep. But it's getting to the point where it's like not bad. And now it's starting to be better and better. And I, I know in the future it'll be just like good for me. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, I like hearing that. <laughs> Okay, so you're honest. How are you? Is you're you're good in general? Yeah. A little tired. Yeah. I can relate to that. Um. Oh, <laughs> that's that didn't feel manly. That felt small, like small limp. technical thing. <laughs> yeah, I just I just like limped down and trunk. Um, the cover of not nothing. Ah, oh, you, you can't see what's happening. Everything, everything is fine. Nothing yeah, happens at all, fine. listeners. Yeah. We're totally professional here, and everything is fine. Um, my honest, how are you would be that I am feeling pretty worn down, honestly. Mm. Over, over what? Um, just physically, like, uh, I don't know, I have problems with my muscles and joints and it, like pain stuff has been really rough yeah. this week. Um, so that's just kind of taken a lot out of me. 
Yeah. Yeah. But um, emotionally, I'm excellent. Yeah. Yeah. We've had talks. Yeah. <laughs> emotionally, I'm good. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And I'm happy to be here chatting with you. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so your assignment, the category that you picked was self-care. Mm, yeah, that's, I need that. Mm-hmm. And uh, the assignment that I gave you was that when you woke up in the morning, you had to get out of bed. Uh, so that's mm. part one is like, don't go back to sleep. It's like the first time you wake up, if it's a reasonable time, get out of bed, even if you don't have to be up yet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then immediately leave your house. Yeah. <laughs> Both really hard. Uh, I just wanted to ask, is this like when you ask other comics to choose, do a lot of them, are they like, oh, I need to fix self-care because like comics don't take care of themselves or is you it a what? mix? You'd be surprised. Like it, it's a real mixture. Okay. Yeah. It's a yeah. real mixture. I just assumed that everyone chose the same two that I did, like self-care <laughs> and self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Like I need to yeah, fix right? those You're two like, things. We all need those we're, things. We're all damaged there. Yeah. But no, every everything. No, it varies. It varies a lot. It's funny though. I can kind of like uh, get a little glimpse into the person based on which what? one they've picked. Right. As well, like uh, uh, especially the people who pick accomplishing goals and don't give any second choices oh i think because i relate to those people pretty hard yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) like okay if you if you picked accomplishing goals and nothing else i'm gonna give you an assignment that's the opposite of accomplishing goals and make you relax (laughs) yeah because that's what i need somebody to tell me to do (laughs) okay so getting out of bed yeah how did that go uh so the first day, it was actually easy. Mm-hmm. Like, I just woke up. I was like, oh, I got to do this thing. And maybe it's like excitement to do it and uh, proud of myself or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is going to be easy. This is going to be great. The second day is like, my brain must have been like, oh, that this is a thing now. Yeah. I thought it was just a one time. The resistance I, yeah, came I, in. I, yeah, I gave you that one free pass because you seemed excited. <laughs> uh, then it was hard for a couple days and it's, it's, but it's been getting, like I said, easier and easier. I'm getting like a little less tired and a little less tired. Mm-hmm. Uh, what time have you been waking up generally? Um, Around, around like 10, mm-hmm. which is early for me. Mm-hmm. No, which, I, I get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for, when, when com- maybe for nine to five listeners, yes. that seems late. For a comedian, that's atrociously early. Yeah, for like someone who goes to bed like, <laughs> that can't sleep because they're looking at their phone yeah. too long and just wired till like 4 a.m., mm-hmm. that's like six hours of yes. sleep or whatever. Yeah. When you don't have to do anything, actually. Yeah. Like you have no boss and you don't need to get up. Mm-hmm. So why are you getting up? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you've been waking up at 10 o'clock. Where have you yeah. been going when you leave your house? Well, I just always just go to like a, co- a coffee shop yeah. nearby to do some writing. Mm-hmm. What is your like usual morning routine before this assignment? Before I did this? Yeah. Like what time would you wake up? What would your morning look like? I, I would wake, I would open my eyes at 10 mm-hmm. and then close them again <laughs> until yep. like, uh, I don't know, 1130. Mm-hmm. And then I would just stay in bed playing mobile games mm-hmm. for like addicted to it for two hours or something. It's so bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, until I have to go to the washroom. That would force yeah. me, like, <laughs> now I have no choice. Uh, my body needs to release something. Yeah. <laughs> so then I would get up, and I don't know, it'd be like one something, almost two, mm-hmm. go to the washroom, and then I'd make breakfast finally. So I wouldn't 
actually be out my door doing anything productive probably till like almost three. Yeah. 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 So. See, okay. So I'm not that I'm like glad to hear that, but (laughs) yeah, Yeah. (laughs) but uh, I figured that you and I would have a similar sort of default setting uh, in this way. So I'm happy to hear that because I think that this would be a useful assignment for you. Um, That's why I asked for it because I I want to be better. Yeah, because yeah. uh, I know for me, like, uh, sleep and, like, morning routine has been one of the most difficult self-care things to put in place and stick to. Yeah. Um, like, my default settings would be that I, like, wake up for the first time at, like, nine in the morning and then go back to sleep and then sleep until, like, noon, sometimes 1 p.m., <laughs> Yeah, sounds good. And start doing stuff. <laughs> but the thing is, is like when I started clocking over time, because like that's how it was for for so long, for so long. And like I work like my day jobs and stuff are like service jobs, mm-hmm. right? So I don't have to be up in the morning. Like yeah. the earliest that I start work is one thirty. Yeah. So like I don't have to be out of bed until noon. Yeah. Um. But what I was noticing for myself was like I would wake up for the first time at nine, and like I'm kind of fortunate that i have something that forces me to get out of bed because i have a dog right? oh right yeah so i do my dog gets me up at nine uh and then i have to let her out yeah and like take Does her she like lick your face walk. or something she <laughs> she she mixes it up yeah. she has one specific like uh low growl that it is only for waking me up yeah like she doesn't make this specific growl for any other purpose it's a just only my alarm clock <laughs> yeah. uh, so she does this kind of like Rah. you gotta make that your ringtone Rah. Rah. That'd <laughs> <And> then, be awesome. <laughs> or set it as my alarm yeah yeah just like extra loud <laughs> but i'm sensitive to it it's a lo- it's a quiet sound but yeah. i know but i wake up to that and then i have to take my dog out but even then like what i for years because i like I, my dog's 10 years old at this point so i've been waking up at nine o'clock to take her out for 10 years but for like i don't know nine of those years i would just go right back to bed yeah after i took her out um and what i'd notice is like i'd wake up and i feel like i like i am awake i'm standing now like even though like the first five ten minutes of being up i'm like my body's screaming at me to go back to sleep uh, after the 10 minutes, I'm like, I could stay up, yeah. but then I'd be like, well, I don't have to be up yet, so I'm going to go back to bed. Wow. And then I go back to bed, sleep for a couple more hours, and then I wake up feeling worse yeah. and more tired than, yeah. <laughs> than I did before. So like, I had to start kind of like, um, I don't know, programming it into my brain in the morning of like, make note of the fact that you do not feel better. Yeah. After getting that extra sleep. Yeah, like remember that. Yeah. Yeah, remember that for tomorrow. And then I'd wake up the next day and be like, but today's <laughs> different. <laughs> like, <laughs> today I'll feel better with the extra hours. But like after the 10 minutes, are you feeling, I mean, uh, to me, the first 10 minutes is the hardest part. Once you get over that, like yeah. maybe I'd be like, oh, I'm up, I'm up, I'm going to keep on being. Yeah, exactly. Good. So like it's a, yeah, the first 10 minutes is when I'm like, 
like wobbly and like yeah. barely keep my eyes open and stuff. And then once you get past that point, you're fine. But then you go back to sleep. You, see, you beat exactly. it. Exactly. So like this is the real like self-sabotaging thing of like uh, I know that I feel fine and I'm uh, awake now. And I yeah. still choose to be shitty to myself and force myself back into bed. Yeah. Right. Which like, why am I doing that? That's not serving me at all. <laughs> it serves absolutely no purpose. Or I'll lie to myself and I'll, I'll tell myself like uh, when I'm when I go back to bed, I'm not planning on it being a couple hours. Yeah. I'll tell myself like, well, I woke up 10 minutes before my alarm, so I'm, I'm just going to go back to bed 10. for 10 minutes. Yeah. And it's never 10 minutes. <laughs> it's an hour. At least. Yeah. Every time. So I had to Little. start telling myself every morning when I had that temptation, there's no such thing as 10 minutes. Yeah. There's no such thing as 10 minutes. And it took like months and months and months of me lying to myself and being like, but today it'll only be 10 minutes. It's because it's too long. That's why you feel more tired because you hit REM sleep probably. Yeah. And like the thing is, too, is like the first time that you wake up when you like naturally open your eyes for the first time in the morning is because your body's like, OK, we're done. Yeah. Like, that's all we needed today. Your body kind of does know best. You your gotta, body knows yeah. best. Right. And like I would, uh, you know, justify it for myself. Of like, oh, well, like uh, I only slept for six hours and like you need eight. So mm -hmm. I'll go back to bed. Yeah. It's, it's better if you wake up when your body tells you and then take a 30 minute nap later in the day. Yes, exactly. If you're behind on sleep. Mm -hmm. And that's how I started kind of convincing myself when my body's like, more sleep, like, <laughs> give us more sleep, I would be like, you can have more sleep later. Yeah. Get out of bed now, and then I'll give you a nap later. <laughs> you're just like bargaining with it like a child. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. greedy child. If you're good child. now, yeah, yeah. you get a reward yeah. later. <laughs> but the leaving the house thing is really key, because what I notice is like, if I wake up, and then I just kind of sit around in bed, like, on my phone, like you do, or... Mm -hmm. Um, like put something on and start watching something, then yeah. uh, like no. the day's done. I've no. burned the you, day. We're like adults. By the time people are adults, they've created their house to be the ultimate distraction. Like whatever yes. you, you like, you have in your house, yep. right? Your computer, your TV, Netflix, your phone. Like you can't be productive at home mm -hmm. for if you if you don't have a little power. Yeah, which, that's where you keep all your distraction yeah. objects. Yeah. So you got to get out. Yeah, you got to yeah. leave the house. And uh, like I find it's the movement of it too. Like um, the having a dog thing makes this easier. But like I wake up at nine. This is my routine now. So now that this is the first time, like I would say this year is the first time that I've corrected the sleep stuff. I had just kind of accepted that that was never going to change and that that was going to be one area of self-care that I was never actually going to improve at. Um, and now where I'm at is like I get up at, at nine with my dog. I take her for a walk. Uh, I get I stop at a coffee shop on the walk, get a cup of coffee and then I go back home with her. And uh, the going out and physically moving outside of your house starts you with some sort of um, like momentum. Yeah. For the rest of the day. And then I'll get more done. Yeah. It's kind of like. People who don't like going to the gym, but once they're at their gym, that's fine. So it's kind of like picking up that first weight mm -hmm. and starting it. Exactly. And then you can just roll with it. Or like if I have a day where I truly have nothing that I have to do on the docket, like it's just a totally free day, but I want to get something done like uh, like writing or 
like working on comedy stuff, I'll give myself an errand first thing in the day. Um, so it can be anything, but I usually make it something that's sort of far. It's the best in the summer because uh, I'll, I can walk instead of taking transit. I'll be yeah. like, oh, there's this store that sells this pen that I really like. Yeah. And it's like a 40 minute walk away from my house. Yeah. I'll wake up in the morning and I'll take a 40 minute walk and go and get a pen. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll and walk I'll... the 40 minutes back. And the, the walking and the getting out of my house and getting out into the world means that when I arrive back home, I don't go for the distraction objects. Yeah. And I focus in on whatever it is that I wanted to do. So it's kind of like there's supermarkets, how they organize their stuff. They put the milk mm-hmm. in the back far away. Mm-hmm. So you have to go all the way there and then you do all the other stuff in between. It's like you picked a far away place to go to and then the products are the productive things that you see along the way. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. Yes. Um, Did you notice this week, did you get more done? I got too much done. (laughs) I I just have so much time. Like Like I think I gave you that timeline. I was just counting on my fingers while I was saying it. That's an extra five hours I didn't have. Mm -hmm. People work, like eight hour days i practically have another day yeah to be productive and i've run out of things to do <laughs> i'm like now what no it's just like it's crazy it's just like i have two days of li- living now yeah you've got yeah. all of this extra time now and i and then i do that like do that nap thing mm-hmm. and I'm, i still have another four hours yeah. after that extra nap i'm like Wait, where did all this time go before? <laughs> Is it all video games? It's nuts. Yeah. Um, but when you're talking about your your dog, I have a cat. Mm-hmm. So when I say that I wake, wake up at the one time and then mm-hmm. I go back to sleep, it's because my cat will scratch on my door mm-hmm. and then and then it'll come in and headbutt me a bunch of times. <laughs> like that's how it says hello. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, so I'd always have to wake up at 10 or whatever. I guess my body's used to waking up at 10 too because the cat always tries to get in at 10. I open the door and now I have this uh, defense uh, structure where I, I cover my head with the pillows <laughs> so he can't headbutt me. And he's learned slowly learned not to headbutt me because I have too much protection now. <laughs> so now I just open the door and then he'll just sit on the, on the corner of the bed and mm-hmm. chill while I, I don't even need to have the headgear anymore. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> I, and then I keep like, sleeping. Like a- Helmet made of pillows. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, beat this. (laughs) So do you think that you would find... now? So you've said, you're like, I've got all this extra time now. Yeah. (laughs) And like, where does the time go? Like, what do I do with the time? Yeah, I don't don't know what to do with it. Like, I also have a limited amount of... kind of motivation to do, like, productive (laughs) things too. That that I kind of want to, like... Like I'll write for like three hours or something. Let's say mm-hmm. usually I would maybe write for two. Now I'm now I'm adding another hour. Yeah, I'm just like now, but I'm kind of like drained on productivity, and I don't know what to do sh- next. Like, mm-hmm. should I make a YouTube series or should I write scripts or something? But I'm kind of drained too, like yeah. creatively. So I'm well, not sure what the to thing do. Too is like you don't have to use all of that extra time for like accomplishments yeah. and like professional stuff either yeah. right like to tie it back into self-care you've got all these extra hours that you could be doing things that are just good for you in a self-care sense right whereas like so it's like this extra time could be used to 
do grocery shopping, to yeah. to make good meals for yourself at home. This is what I'm right? doing. I, I walk to Chinatown where the prices are cheaper for mm -hmm. fruits and vegetables. Because you got all this extra yeah, time I now. Have, yeah, so I walk there. I buy a whole bunch of stuff. I come back. I cook all that stuff. And then mm -hmm. I also exercise yeah. every day. I'm trying to build that habit too. Right, this is great. So I've added all that stuff in. Yeah. yeah. And what you'll notice is like things like that. Um, so even though you're getting less sleep, perhaps. Yeah. Right, which also I'm not saying like get an unhealthy amount of sleep and like only sleep five hours a night, but get up when your body naturally wants to. Maybe it's less sleep than if you'd gone back to sleep and slept in for a couple more hours. But you're going to have weirdly more energy you'll probably notice over time because mm -hmm. you've added in these extra things with that extra time, like eating well, exercising. Those things are going to make your body feel better so that uh, you don't need that extra sleep. You need food and exercise <laughs> and like <laughs> other things. And that will also be like recharging and refueling for yourself, right? Yes. Are you normally a person who exercises? Uh, I'll like watch videos that motivate me and then I'll, I'll be into it for a little while mm -hmm. and then I'll, I'll just like I'll get sick or something uh, like I'll get the flu mm -hmm. or a cold and then I have an exercise for that week and then I just stop yeah you just and, abandon it yeah so it's I'm good until something bad happens and then I'll like forget how good it was for me or I don't want to get started again I exercise is something that I am lacking in <laughs> I could definitely <laughs> I don't know I'm a I've a Accomplish the sleep yeah. thing. I'm pretty proud of that. Maybe next will be exercise. I think you need to find the fun. Which exercise do you find the most fun? Yeah, it's true. Like experiment, like do some yoga. Do you like that? No mm -hmm. Pilates, try that. If you don't try a spin class, whatever it is, just keep on going until you find something that's at least bearable. <laughs> don't force yourself to do the things that you don't like. Like Yeah, like uh, I'm never going to run. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm never yeah, going to be a runner. There's other ways to be healthy. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. I'm, I'm never going to run unless somebody's chasing me. I'm not going to be pumping iron. No, <laughs> I hate that. Like lifting weight, crazy weights. Like I tried that <laughs> routine for a while. And you know what I do enjoy though is um, watching uh, guys pump iron at the yeah. gym. You watch like YouTube videos for hours. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> okay. But like uh, I remember, like in first year uh, at university, uh, we had a gym membership. And so I would go to the gym a couple times and I'm watching these guys like they were probably like, uh, I don't know, they're on the football team or something. Yeah. And they're just like so intense. Yeah. Just, just taking themselves so seriously. They're like spotting each other. No, no. The no, weird thing no was spots necessary. Com it's completely individual. They're not talking to each other. They're just on their own lifting weights into a mirror yeah. looking at themselves in the mirror and they're ma making noises while they do it. I don't know why yeah. I find this so funny about like watching a guy. <laughs> well, I think it, I, I just laugh at people taking themselves really seriously. Um, <laughs> which like, there's nothing wrong with taking yourself seriously, but it's just really funny to me. A guy looking at himself in the mirror, lifting away going, Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just very funny to me. <laughs> and he probably can't hear it because he's got some blasting music. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like on an elliptical machine. Yeah. Going so slow, just laughing at somebody who's actually taking care of themselves and is in really good shape. And I'm just there making fun of them from the back row. I don't know. I, I like watching. I like watching that, too. But for a different reason, I 
sometimes when I feel like I need to work out, I'll just watch a workout video mm-hmm. and then I'll feel better about myself at the end of it. Like <laughs> 30 you're minutes. Like, yeah. yeah, I just feel like I went through vicariously because I, I have yeah. empathy or something. I don't know. You know what the funny thing is, is um, you're not totally wrong. Like I got healthier. So you wouldn't have gained like the benefits of the exercise, but your brain does think that you exercise. That's why you feel better. Yeah. So like um, they they did this study, uh, I think it was with chimps, where they would have a chimp uh, do an activity and then they would have a chimp watch another chimp doing that activity. And they looked at the their brain activity mm. And the same parts of the brain lit up when they were doing the activity and watching somebody else do the activity. Oh, wow. Meaning like your brain responds as if you're doing the thing. Yeah. Even if you're not doing the thing, um, which is why like, uh, yeah, it's it's an empathy response. Yeah. So uh, it's the same reason why like if you're watching uh, like a television show and somebody gets like stabbed in the stomach. Yeah, you, you kind of feel a pang in your yeah, stomach. Yeah, yeah, okay, It's makes because sense. your brain thinks you got stabbed. Yeah, <laughs> like the part of your brain um, that would react if you were getting <laughs> getting stabbed in the stomach is lighting up because it's having an empathy response. So what the satisfaction you feel after watching a video of somebody else exercising is because your brain's like, good job, Joe. Yeah, okay, that also explains porn then, okay. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> good job, Joe. Good job, Joe, way you, to go. You got the, step, you got the stepmom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you seduced your your, your, your neighbor. Yeah, yeah, good job. <laughs> yeah, oh man, the brain is so funny. But yeah, yeah the, the thing is with it is that so uh, your brain is helps. just kind of like, that was good enough. Yeah, it helps mentally. But the physical part, <laughs> it does nothing for no, I'm no. still like dying yes. physically. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> you haven't gained cool. any actual physical <laughs> physical strength. But I, I used to uh, work out to this one person called uh, named uh, Jillian Michaels. Mm-hmm. Do you know who she is? Uh, that name sounds familiar. Yeah, she has like a lot of exercise videos. She's she kind of like, like, like a modern like an aerobics day. kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, she's like... Yeah. Uh, I was trying to say like the 80s version of the person, but I can't remember that person's name. Jane Fonda. She's mm-hmm. like today's Jane Fonda, I guess. But she would like yell, yell things out to she supposes like a female audience. That's <laughs> but you, it's watching, you? Yeah, she'd be like, do you want to fit in that size two dress? And I'll be like, yeah, I do. I got to keep doing this. Yeah. <laughs> you were a strong and yeah. confident woman, yeah. Joe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> oh yeah, one day I'll get there with exercise. We'll see. Yeah. Well, if you're doing other things, right? You're waking up. Getting I'm, a- good sleep. I'm adding things in one at a time. Yeah. And like that's sort of the way that I would suggest that anybody go at this kind of self improvement stuff. It's like don't overwhelm yourself by like trying to do everything perfect mm-hmm. all the time, all at once, because that's just not achievable. And yeah. then when you don't manage to do everything all at once, you're going to be really critical of yourself and you're going to be like, well, OK, I failed at this. And then you're going to give up on all of it. Yeah. Um, whereas if you focus on one thing at a time, like if I can just get this part um, and then once you've got that part locked in place, you add in another thing and then you just keep doing it that way, just chipping away at stuff one thing at a time. So like for me, like maybe I was doing like a really good job of. I don't know, like uh, 
positive self-talk or like eating well or things like that. But I was still terrible to myself with sleep, you know? But then uh, now I finally got the sleep thing. So now it's time to move on to the next thing. Um, But also take stock of the things that you have managed to master and achieve and get better at and uh, congratulate yourself for that. Yeah. And then once you, once it's habit, it's easier. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Because it like uh, your brain likes uh, patterns and repetition. Yeah. So the more you keep the pattern going and the more you keep repeating, uh, the more automatic of a function it becomes in your brain. Yeah. You don't need to think about it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I read a book about habits and it was saying that we have a limited amount of decision making points, mm-hmm. decision making or kind of like... Uh, like I gave an example of how Obama doesn't choose what suit he wears. Yeah. Like a whole bunch of any decision, really, because it takes the points away. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't decision fatigue. Yeah. So yeah. He doesn't choose what he eats for breakfast. Like everyone chooses things for him. So then when it comes to the important decisions, he has all those points left to spend on that. Do you know how much I would pay somebody to just decide what I'm eating that day? Yeah. Well, that's why I've, I've very simplified my life like. I almost always wear just jeans and a hoodie. Mm-hmm. I, uh, You're Steve's, Steve Jobs. <laughs> yeah, well, that's probably why he's so creative because he doesn't need to d- decide what he's going to wear. Yeah. Uh, I, I always eat the same sh- breakfast shake. I mean, like mm-hmm. a lot of these things c- kind of sound boring or you become boring, but you can kind of redirect it into more important things. Unless fashion is what your focus is, then mm-hmm. then sure, make all the decisions decisions there cut it in other areas so it just depends on what you want to focus on yeah what you're prioritizing yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's really interesting it also makes me want like understand why you know those people like at starbucks who can't decide between two things and they just stand there for 10 minutes yep like do i get this or nah, i'm gonna get that they spend all their energy points or decision points on that yeah. so they they make terrible decisions and they're terrible people everywhere yeah. else because <laughs> <laughs> that's where all their that's what they All prioritize. All of their energy went on, on choosing between the, like a chestnut praline or yeah. a caramel brulee latte yeah. at, at Starbucks. So then they go to the nightclub at night and they choose the worst guy to go home with because yeah. they spent their they time spend choosing their the coffee. <laughs> they're like, at least I got the right latte. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, why do I why do I choose the wrong person always? Because you take too long choosing mm-hmm. your coffee. Um, I think you and I are both people who like having a sense of routine. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm like that too, where like, I don't mind doing certain things the same every day. Mm-hmm. The lack of variety doesn't bother me. Um, Stand up. We don't mind. Oh, I don't, I don't mind doing it the exact same way for a long time. Yeah. It takes me longer than most comics to be sick of my jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I find uh, like a sense of comfort in routine even. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where do you, where do you think that comes from for you? Um... Fear, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> the fear of like going beyond my comfort mm-hmm. levels. Yeah. It's just like routine is is proven and easy and like not scary. Yeah. yeah. I get that. There's a, like a level of uh, risk taking yeah. associated with breaking from a routine. Yeah. Yeah. I have that kind of where it's like, well, if I know how to do things the best way yeah. or the way that I like most, why would I do it any other way? Yeah, exactly. Then, <laughs> like if I know what i like to eat most at this restaurant yeah why would i ever order anything except for this one thing at this restaurant like if i know how to 
walk to a destination and there's like a faster way. I'm like, but what if, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. I know how to walk there this way. Mm-hmm. Although um, changing up your routine is also something that can be greatly beneficial. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure this is not a good, like a great thing. You know, it is probably, for, for, it's good. Like, I don't know. Nothing is black and white yeah. like that, right? Like the the routine is probably good for you in some ways and holds you back in other ways. If it's a good, yeah, I guess it depends on if the routine itself is good. Yeah. And uh, like if you're, for example, like an aspect of your old routine would have been that you sit in bed playing games on your phone for hours, right? Mm-hmm. Like that part of your routine probably isn't serving you. Yeah. But other parts of your routine probably are. And uh, like uh, like you said, it keeps you from uh, getting to the point of that like decision fatigue. Yeah. Right. And it allows it frees up mental space for you to play around in other areas of your life. Um, so doing something like writing is really free form. Yeah. Right. Like especially writing comedy, like you're just sort of like daydreaming and playing with things and moving pieces around. And like um, so maybe every, all the rest of your life is really structured. And then you allow this yeah. play space for yourself with writing. Yeah. Maybe that's all it takes for, for like comics trying to figure out how to get to the next level it's like save all your decision making Mm -hmm. points for when you write and that could take them to the next level surprisingly maybe that's why uh there are like five comedian uniforms oh like what people wear yeah yeah what so what are they like um am i okay let me think wearing the hoodie is that one let me think um jeans and a flannel shirt yeah that's a uniform for sure um, if you were a queer woman in comedy, black pants and a denim shirt, possible denim vest, even, Whoa. um, <laughs> what are, what are other ones? Do, I'll think of have more. They, have, have they claimed denim jackets? I was going to wear a denim, denim jacket. Did you see, I, oh, I can't remember which show this was. It was like last year, there were seven or eight comedians on a show and they all showed up wearing exactly the same outfit. No. It was so <laughs> funny. Somebody took a photo of it. It was a comedy bar. And yeah. I think it was like um, everyone was yeah. wearing black jeans, a black shirt, and a denim jacket. Okay. And it, it was it was like a real mixed lineup yeah. too. Like men, women. Yeah, and all seven or eight of them were literally the exact same yeah. outfit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Possibly people, yeah, people like <laughs> influence each other. I, I had this thought where I was going to write a bit about it. I haven't yet, but how we have so much diversity in the city, for example, like multiculturally. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at a group of people, there'll be a, a black guy, a brown guy, an uh, Asian guy, a white guy, right? Mm-hmm. But they all dress and look and talk and like everything else is the same. That's not diversity <laughs> then, you know what I mean? They're, you don't have people with differing opinions in the group or wearing different styles clothes. They all look the same. Yeah. They, they style their hair the same. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's like we're diverse these days, but not diverse. Everyone's in their kind of like sound bubble. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think everybody just wants to belong. Yeah. <laughs> and so everybody just emulates everybody around them all the time. Yeah, like in in, in that uh, when I was in advertising, um, again people would dress the same way too, and we even had we called it the wall of same. So anytime someone <laughs> wore the same thing as someone else, exactly, we would take a picture of them, Polaroid, and put it on the wall, and it was like a huge wall. Yeah. I think when you're just with a, a culture long enough, everyone 
kind of naturally sinks almost like a period or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I totally get that. Yeah. I'll notice even like um uh like people in relationships will start kind of mm-hmm. looking alike over time. Add in the dog to that yeah, group right? too. Yeah, right. People start looking like their dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like people get into a relationship and then like kind of start to dress sort of similar to each yeah. other and like you just Yeah. You you absorb. It's like a I don't know, maybe it's like a tribe thing. Like we Yeah. It's Man. like an innate human quality. I can't wear that denim jacket now. <laughs> seven people <laughs> seven oh, people man. on the same show yeah. it wasn't even just seven people at comedy bar who were all comedians it was seven yeah. it was the entire lineup of one show oh my god i think about that all the time <laughs> that show specifically that photo yeah. of yeah. The, all of those comedians together i think about they it they all should have told the same joke all too. the time like oh my gosh if just they'd walk all up done and the do same a different set? version of the joke Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, it'd be great for the comics, but the audience would be like, "Okay, it was funny for the second comic, but do yeah. we really have to hear?" Seven, no, you know what would happen? It would be more. like when you have a bit that requires like uh, a bunch of repetition or the bit to go on way too long, right? And it's yeah, yeah. funny at first, and then it becomes less funny, and then it becomes funny again, and then it doesn't become funny at all, and then it becomes very funny. Yeah, that kind of like wave that it goes through. It would be like that. It would be like the first comic has a has a set. And yeah. then the second comic does the same set, and it's funny, yeah, because they're doing the same set as the comic before them. And then the third comic, you're like, boo, yeah. And then fourth comic is funny again, so it would only be like every other comic that would so, suffer. Yeah, if I'm in the green, <laughs> if I'm in the green room, I'm like, not third, yeah, not, <laughs> not, not third, third, called it or fifth. <laughs> or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll go second. Second's yeah, probably super second's funny. Good. Yeah, and like seventh is yeah, also yeah. very good. Yeah, close it out. Yeah, when the, when the audience also knows it's the last comic, yes. and then that person does it too. <laughs> not third third's like okay we've heard it yeah okay so we're making progress on your morning routine we've added a bunch of hours to your day that didn't exist before yeah what were you saying about like like oh there's all this extra time yeah, now like cause if i if you uh have more ideas because you were suggesting like eating healthy cooking I, i'm mm-hmm. doing all that i still have more hours yeah. tracy there's more things you'll find more things <laughs> like i don't know what i don't know you could read books oh uh, yeah you could read books you could put friends in that time i I, down- I downloaded uh ebooks for my kindle there you go yeah i need more there you go <laughs> hit me up i got book recommendations um yeah you can add in social time with friends like if you've got an extra five hours you could have a whole hangout with a friend and still have time to. Yeah. Tomorrow I'm I'm meeting up with uh, Craig to yeah. do a writing session. Nice. Still got more time. I need more. <laughs> <laughs> Too much time. I don't know. It just I feel like like a superhero with the my superpowers yeah. time. I, I feel have, like this is the same feeling that I've had whenever I've gotten out of like a long term relationship. Oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Where you're like, oh, like where does this time come from? That's like, true. Yeah. Did they make more of it? <laughs> like that's how I feel. Yeah, it's, it's very before. similar to that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I Maybe think, I need to find someone then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got <laughs> all this what, time. That now would you take got room everything. For a relationship. Yeah, but I need. I also need, I also need money though. <laughs> I feel like that that would that would, I need to do things to fill up the time. You you have a part time job worth of time now. Yeah. An well, extra part time job. Well, I signed up with uh, like extra BG work, like background work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they haven't gotten back to me for any gigs because. 
I looked for it because I have this time. I'm telling you, I'm, I've been bra- trying to brainstorm more things than everything you're saying. Like, I've been doing. The, okay, we gotta the, find the more e-books, things for you to do. Meeting up with friends, eating, exercising, and I still have more time. But also, it's like, uh, uh, <laughs> are you okay over there? Yeah, I'm just, time's getting me. <laughs> Oh, man. The funny thing is, though, is like you think about all these things um, like eating well, spending time with friends, all of these like productive and self-care things. And a lot of the time, uh, an excuse for brushing them off is like, oh, I don't have time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't have time. And then now what you're realizing is like, oh, I uh-huh. had all of the time. Yeah. I had more than enough time to do all of these things. Yeah. Um, so I think you, you just got to settle into this new routine. Do you think that you'll keep doing this? Do you think you'll keep waking up? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try. I think it'd be good for you because when you keep doing it, like you, you'll find a way to use the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you'll be like, how did I run my life without all this extra time before? Going to see my parents too. Right. There you go. I have, I have time for them now. I'm just really scraping the bottom. Visit my mom and dad who raised me. <laughs> I like that that was like last on the list. Yeah, like, of oh, ways I don't to know what else time. to do. Okay, I'll see my parents. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay, so routine. I kind of want to go back to talking about routine. Yeah. And doing things the same way all the time. Because you and I have that in common. Yeah. And I think it's like comforting to both of us to do yeah. things the well, same this, way. This new thing that you've introduced, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to fit it into the routine. That's the thing and also is like, like, it's probably stressing you out because it's shaking things up. Oh, uh, yeah. Because I'm, I have all this time, mm-hmm. like I'd be saying. Uh, and it's, yeah, I'm doing a lot of different things that I haven't been doing, but I still, the morning routine is very set in stone now. Yeah. It's like, wake up is, actual wake up Mm -hmm. and then i make my same breakfast shake Mm -hmm. and then i go to the coffee shop and Mm -hmm. then i write it's like the first two three hours it's added stuff but it's going to be a new routine Mm -hmm. yeah i think um i don't know i don't know if this is true for you or not but if i'm thinking about where my need for a sense of routine comes from i think there are a few things i think for one thing it's comforting um, for another thing, it's, uh, less decisions that I have to make in a day because mm-hmm. they're just automatic decisions that I make the same every day. Yeah. I think there's a sense of control, um, that it makes me feel in control to do things the same way every day. So that's maybe one reason that I could use to loosen up on the routine a little bit. No. And then I think another part of it is like, um, if uh, you, especially in your formative years, w- were in a chaotic or uh, like uh, unstable environment, yeah. that you'll want um, like a solid, grounded, routine, stability, predictable yeah. day um, to kind of make up for a, a previous sense of chaos. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I think is true for me. I don't know if any of that's true for you. All, all that except the, the, the chaos thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, I didn't have a chaotic kind of thing. I just still like routines for all the other reasons. Plus, I think another one that you didn't say is um, I like it f- 
or I feel like it simplifies things. Mm-hmm. I want to live a more simplified life too. Yeah, like efficiency. Yeah. Even. Yeah. Like, like it goes to like having wanting to own less things, getting rid of stuff. Mm-hmm. Just, just minimalist. Yeah, minimalist, but but efficient and and good mm-hmm. for me stuff. Just keeping it simple. So not a lot of clothing. Always wearing the same stuff, eating the same things. This probably sounds like super boring for a lot of people, like that, that lifestyle. But to me, it's just very zen almost. Well, it's all like it's uh, it's going to be different depending on like what kind of person you are. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I don't know, you, you and I have talked a bit about the Enneagram. <laughs> it's yes. come up a couple times on this podcast. Yes. But like if you were a type seven on the Enneagram, what we're talking about right now would make your skin crawl. Oh, the idea of doing things the same way every day, ordering the same thing at the same restaurant, yeah, having the same day over and over again that yeah. would be like an actual nightmare for but, a seven. But I think what I don't know if you're saying it too, but like to have most of the day in life like that for the unimportant things that you find, but change, I still like change too, and yes, of and, course. Yeah. New stimulus and stuff like that. No, of course. Like yeah. I, I still like uh, having new experiences, trying new things and like yeah. having certain things be varied. Yeah. Um, it's just sort of like the regular day to day stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like it to be the same. And uh, I don't know. Do you find do you get anxious or stressed out if something interrupts your routine? Yeah. A yeah. lot. Yeah. Me too. It's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Like if it. If something happens, like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, if my alarm doesn't go off and I don't have time to do the coffee stop on my dog walk in the morning or something like that. It's not even that I'm like, oh, need the coffee. It's just like, ah, part of my routine got mixed up and it's the first part. And and then then, it feels weird. (laughs) And I feel weird and off for the rest of the day. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're so used to that. It's just like muscle memory or even even telling a joke using certain words and then mm-hmm. if you throw in something that's different it kind of throws everything off you're kind of like a little bit lost yes like if a heckler says something yeah and interrupts yeah your which is your speaking or joke routine i now find that it throws with, everything off with comedy the thing that will throw me off more than anything else is if i don't get a laugh in a place where there's supposed to be a laugh or yeah. where there's usually a laugh that's yeah that's routine right you're 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 expecting that laugh and then mm. that will really throw you off. Yeah. And it's not even like um, that I'm having like an emotional response to the lack of laughter. It's not like what throws me off is my disappointment or me being like, oh, man, they didn't laugh at that part. It's not even that. That's fine. It's just more like um, that was part of the script was there's a laugh there. Mm-hmm. And without the laugh, that doesn't cue me to what the next part is. Yeah. I, I've been catching myself with that recently because I've been working so on new material. it's almost like material. saying the wrong word or something. That yeah. it sounds weird. Exactly. like the laugh is almost a word that wasn't said. Yes. And now you're like, well, what was I supposed to say next? Kind yeah. of thing. Or like if it were music, it's like a, it's like skipping a bar of yeah. the music. Yeah. And then I like can't the remember the rest of the tune. Bar, it's almost yeah. like in a techno song or whatever, the, the drop. Mm-hmm. Like if, if the yeah. drop didn't happen. Exactly. You're like, what? And then I'm like... I, totally thrown off yeah and that's our punchline so our yeah. punchline is the most it's the basically the drop in like a song or whatever mm-hmm. yeah i've been thinking about that on stage recently because i've been working on new new stuff yeah. it's it's hard no without that laugh because it's not just that and being thrown off it's also but you said it didn't it doesn't affect you in this way but it does affect me in that i think that 
they don't find me funny and that mm -hmm. was supposed to be the funny part and they're like oh we didn't laugh at that and now i'm in my head thinking they're probably feeling awkward because i think i'm messing mm -hmm. up and yeah it's just like a downward spiral yeah it's like the the lack of the laugh forces you to like uh leave your body <laughs> and then you're not present on stage anymore because you're watching yeah yourself on stage oh that's a like yeah being present on stage is so important and it's so hard when something pulls it pulls you out of it like that i've been having that experience a lot recently because i've been trying to get a tape of my set mm -hmm. which every comedian knows is the worst <laughs> oh anytime you re record yourself you change it's the worst yeah you, like oh <laughs> Just, you, you need someone to secretly record you. Yes. That's the thing. It's yes. like, I'm not going to tell you which sets I'm going to record you for the Winnipeg Festival or whatever. Or like, I admire very much comedians who record every set. Yeah. Because it, it wears off the nerve. Yeah, that, that's true. Nerve we, we just need to make it a routine. Yeah. 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 It, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> why haven't we done this? We're routine people. What's wrong? What's it? Well, I know why. It's because I, I don't like watching myself. And if I've recorded everything, mm. I'm going to be like, why am I recording if I'm not watching? Yeah. And if I watch it, then I it feels icky watching yourself. I don't know. You know what's funny is like, um, I'll get over the ickiness of the watching myself. The, I think the worst part of watching yourself is hearing your own voice. Yeah, because we hear it differently. In as our we're, heads. Yeah, yeah, right now as we're talking. And uh, I've kind of gradually over time gotten over that because i'll record the audio of every show that i do yeah. and i force myself to listen to it even if it didn't go well which is so painful oh my god it's like yeah. bombing twice yeah um but <laughs> that's the empathy thing again yeah exactly my brain is responding yeah. as if i'm on stage currently yeah. bombing while i'm listening to it so uh but because of that because i force myself <laughs> to listen to the recordings and i've done that for a number of years i've kind of um gotten over the hearing my voice recorded part mm -hmm. of it but the thing that I've noticed if I'm watching myself uh, like a video of my set recorded is that I will, uh, without realizing it, program into my head the exact body language and move, physical movement that I did on stage in the video. Yeah. And I will repeat it exactly. Is that good or not good? No, it's not good. Cause it, well, it, what if it's the right way to do it or is it too but i don't know if it is yeah because it gets locked in and then i'm yeah. just like uh automatically doing everything doing physically the exactly yeah. the same way but i i think if it's a killer set that body language probably helped and if you're locking that in it's a good thing oh that might be true oh you're making me feel better about this thank yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> yeah but if you're watching a bad set and then you just unconsciously lock it in and that's bad yes but if it's a great set there's a reason like the timing was done right mm -hmm. your body language was right why not do it that it the best way or okay the way then that i'll happened. only watch <laughs> the really good sets <laughs> yeah rec so record everything watch only the good ones watch and only the good ones in. but make myself listen to the recordings of all of them regardless yeah yeah oh, i think we've yeah, cracked that makes the sense. perfect we, system yeah, yeah that's perfect <laughs> For me, because you were saying how when people listen to themselves, they sound differently in their heads than mm -hmm. when they watch a recording of it. I think I have like a two-pronged thing that bugs me. Not just the voice thing that I hate hearing my voice, but I don't like how I look no. when I'm recorded too. Like I don't mind in how like, you when look I like see in my, mirrors. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm not bad. Yeah, mm -hmm. pretty good. Yeah, I think I'm attractive. 
But then in in videos, I'm like, oh, I look like that, or like that's how how I actually look. Maybe mm-hmm. it's kind of different than in my head again, yeah, visually and auditory. That's so, really interesting. Yeah, so I don't like it. I don't like. Yeah, I do like um, uh, I teach like acting classes for teenagers. Yeah, through like a children's agency occasionally, and part of the class is that we record them performing a thing and then we play it back um and it, it like not as a group but like individually they all have them recorded and then they we all watch everybody's individual takes back and uh, kind of my favorite thing is when somebody makes some critical comment about their physical appearance when they see themselves recorded yeah because it like you can imagine like we were all teenagers yeah like you feel so awkward and self-conscious and like self-loathing and all of that stuff all the time so much so you can imagine being a teenager and seeing yourself recorded yeah, which is still awkward as an adult yeah that's the worst time but it's like a really vulnerable moment and how um sometimes they'll respond by being like oh my ears are, are yeah. so big or like Ugh, or like they'll wince at something um, in particular and then I just shut it all down and it's yeah. kind of my favorite thing. I'll like, I stop the video and then I give them like a 10 minute lecture on <laughs> like, we're not moving on from this for a moment. We're going to stop and talk about how the things that you say to yourself and the way that you react to seeing yourself recorded, you're programming bad stuff into your brain right now mm. that's going to follow you around for the next 30 years and you don't realize it. Yeah. The like you being like, ugh, my ears watching this recording is programming. I hate my ears. I am ugly. I'm not worthy and deserving of love into your brain. And it's going to take you so many years of therapy to correct that. So let's just get it out here right now that like, I'm not going to tolerate hearing any of you put yourself down. I mean, the the world is, and people are harsh enough. Yeah. You don't need to do it to yourself. Yeah. You don't need to also add on to it. Yeah. And like, I wish so badly that somebody had said something like that to me as a teenager. So yeah, I'm trying to put it in their heads now. So I'm going to put it in yours right now. Yeah. That you are fine. Yeah, thanks. You don't need to wince at yourself recorded. Yeah. And when you catch yourself doing that in the future, be like, hey, Joe, cut that out. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so we end by me giving the guest a genuine compliment. Oh, okay. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Uh, how I'm, are you with taking I'm ready compliments? to receive it. Good. Yeah. Yeah. The enthusiasm in your voice <laughs> tells me <laughs> that you are. <laughs> yes. Calm down, Joe. <laughs> Relax. Um, genuine compliment for you. I, you are just, well, like, you're one of my very best friends. Thank you. One you of too. my, like, very tight inner circle yeah. um, of people. So I feel like, I hope that I do a good job of telling you how much you mean to me. But you mean a lot to me. You mean a lot to me. You are a, a good friend, a good listener. Um, you are very uh, non-judgmental, and uh, somebody that I, I know that I can lean on when I need it. Um, and uh, like I've appreciated that uh, uh, you have been more vulnerable with me than I think uh, I would have expected you to be. Yeah. Um, Which I appreciate because uh, I know that like this is a two-way street and that it tells me that 
even if you're not a person who opens up very easily, yeah. that you know that you could I, open up with I me. I trust you. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that means a lot to me because I know that that isn't, that isn't an easy thing to earn. Um, so it touches my heart that to know that I've earned your trust. Um, also, in a professional sense, I think you are such a fabulous comedian and such an extraordinarily talented writer. Um, and like long before we were friends, like the very first time I ever saw you perform stand up, uh, you would have already been doing it for a few years. Um, I think it was at a comedy brawl show. Yeah. I think you were the headliner on a comedy brawl show like when I was in my like first year of doing stand up. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, this guy. Yeah, I was like, thanks. he's so funny. Yeah. Uh, like I was floored and very, very impressed. And that would have been by your stand up like five years ago. Yeah. Um, and it, like, so all of the growth that you've had in the last five years, and I was already so impressed by you five years ago. Um, but yeah, you're just, you're an incredibly talented writer. You have a real a brain for like the comedy math, um, where like your, your jokes are so precise and tight and well structured and there's just no wasted time yeah um you're like a very uh very concise and thoughtful writer um which is the kind of comedian that i love watching um because i have such an appreciation uh yeah. for the like the craft of it um which you can see so clearly in your work and i know like how much i loved being at your album recording and uh, uh being there for that and seeing all of it come together, and you did such a good job, and you're lovely, and and, and I love you. That was uh, the <laughs> longest compliment I've ever gotten, and I <laughs> I liked it. I wouldn't have minded if it went on. I was like, go on, keep, keep, keep going. Yeah. We can continue <laughs> yeah. off, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in the meantime, uh, <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Yeah, this is super this. fun. Thanks. Thanks Aww. for having me. You're the best. And listeners, go be nice to yourself, and remember that love is everywhere. 